0: Best of all, it's 100% free. Who doesn't love free and ridiculously easy to use? And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. That's right. Free platform, free sponsorship. What more could you ask for? So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, etc., go to anchor.fm slash start, anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Please get started. It's all I love. This is a great space for the creative Anchor podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start.
1: This ain't no podcast, it is a broadcast, yeah Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first Sippin' on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic, hotter than the tropics. You looking forward, you know we got it. See the bigger picture, no microscopic. We the liveest know you tuned in yeah we know you tuned in nothing but a thing. all we missing is juice and gin tying up the loose ends we ain't asked for your two cents special guests every single day and still no new friends calm down youngin. i know you see that we it. i promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming andre i ain't talking 3000 i'm talking drumming off the glass when i dunk it it's geese just say you love it uh this that ain't no history like, yeah. Get NGE on the mic, 1, 2, 1, 2,
0: this ain't no red, you like, you know, sports, social, commentary, women and life, yeah, this ain't no red, it's you like, uh-huh, get NGE on the mic, 1, 2, 1, 2, this ain't no red, you like, you know, sports, social, commentary, women and life, that's right. What's good, baby? The theme song? No theme song today? Huh?
1: No, it doesn't look like it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, but we right got
0: now, you. We got me. <laughs> I'm I'm live enough for everybody right now. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Let me get this pre-roll together right now because without the sponsors, who will we be? Okay, this is from National Credit Card Relief. Let's get to it right now. If you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least 10000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now. 800-218-7170. There is no cost or obligation for the information. Don't wait. Call now at 800-218-7170. That's 800-218-7170. Get your debt problems solved. Call once again. The number is 800 218 7170 today. We got to get y'all calling today and clean that credit up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because a wise man once said, There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. And with that being said, we know as niggas get older in life, you need credit, beloved. Need that credit. Your cash can only take you so far.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Chicks ain't messing with niggas if they ain't got no insurance or good credit now. Oh. You making the hit, you making the head of, you making it hit and split them. Make him hit him and quit them, barely. 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 You know what I mean. Let me take the glasses off, cause you. You know what I mean. You can. You can. You can hit them and split them, but if you get across that, you know that right young lady who want to know what your ambitions about, what you futuristic about, you know what's your motive and your purpose, what's your goals. You got to have good credit, beloved. Call National Credit Relief. And get that shit knocked off your, your score. I know the scammers' pieces is hidden. I know you're getting a little bit of a check right now, but you know you got to clean that credit up. She wanted nigga who swiped that card it ain't just for the for the negative. It's a positive to it. Um, uh, so my you're back with us. I, right. I think you might be a, just a whole ass addition to the show. Mine what you think well, about that, man? Well, man. It's um, a
2: blessing If you giving an offer, I'm accepting.
0: Well, we gotta we gotta discuss, man. We gotta discuss because we gotta discuss. We could discuss. You feel me? You know, always. We, are we built on ignorant intelligence? You oh. get it? Ooh, oh <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I be, I be having it smooth like that. I
2: like that. I'm
0: cool like that. I'm smooth like that. Okay. Ooh. Right now, I'm just leaving the uh, the bar having two top shelf Long Island's.
2: Yeah, you got me hit. Appreciate yes, that.
0: Yes, man. Of course, man. I hopped right. on a chick with all kind of pies and thighs.
2: He said positive thighs.
0: <laughs> you yeah. know, I low-key want to fall in love so bad, but the way this summer is going, Jesus Christ, if I find my wife, I won't be made for her. <laughs> Anywho, Allison, how you doing, baby? I'm good, how are you? Are you good? Are you sure you're good? I'm alright You wanna sip of this honey and bourbon Or are you bourbon and honey? No, I'm I'm all
1: good
0: You're all good? I'm all good You know, I'm always gonna offer you a beverage Yeah, always. you always do Always Because, you know I was, I was raised well by men in my life Who said, when you, want to, when you walk into a room Number one, you want your presence felt And number two, you want the women to recognize Who you are as a stand-up guy Okay You open the door You speak How are you? How you doing? Okay Your nail bears look luxurious <laughs> you smell good enough to taste right now I mean just I mean you know Just just like little You know I don't be getting off into my lines You know okay. what I mean like that But when I do I slip and dip And your girl might slip and dip Okay <laughs>
2: let Smooth a, Let me take a sip Smooth <laughs> like butter huh
0: mm. Mm. Can't believe it is that <laughs> Anyway um, What I want to get into today man You know I, I ain't been doing too much of, of looking up nothing. I'm really going up the top today because I, this has this been on my mind for the past three days. Speak your mind. I have Netflix, right? It's actually my ex's Netflix account. Shout out to my ex. Jesus Christ. We we not together, but we always forever connected through Netflix. <laughs> Let me set my ginger ale before I get into to the boys. So. <laughs> What's this right here we drinking on again? Man, it's Honey and Bourbon. I forgot the name of the brand. This but this shit right like, here, this shit is a this shit got me together quick for like, real.
2: You know, I like the dark and the honey.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm a, I'm a uh, Tennessee Jack kind of guy.
0: Hey, yo, you, you, you like the Tennessee honey? Mm-hmm. Try it with lemonade, beloved. Lemonade, yeah, Tennessee honey, or lemonade, ice cold. Okay, talk about it. That's on the bucket list. Yeah, man, you're not know, always indulge in, in various. You know, darks of cognac, bourbons, whiskeys. You know, I'm I'm just a third No guy. light,
2: huh? I ain't seen no light in here yet.
0: Yeah, not yet. I had a Don Julio I had a Don Julio on one okay. episode with Ray, then I had a Don Julio last night, man. Oh, okay.
2: God, so that's... the only light you doing is tequila.
0: Preferably, yeah. Vacas don't mix well with me, you know, because I like to smoke Cuban, so Ooh. I preferly prefer the bourbon whiskey or cognac when I'm having a good cigar. Okay. The white I really indulge in when I'm around females. Because females love white. For one reason, I don't know. I get them loosey-goosey, and then I <laughs> didn't want to pop open and woo-woo. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. woo you know woo I mean? <laughs> da 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 You know what
2: I mean? So you got it down to a science, It's, huh?
0: it's pretty much a science. When I'm indulging Dolo, I, I might go ahead and sip the cognac and take something back. But when I'm indulging the young lady, we we going to sip this white and get right. You know what okay. I'm saying? So let me get my phones to juice. <clears throat> Mm-mm. No, but but back to this uh this Netflix account of my exes. We used to watch this show called Greenleaf, right? Mm-hmm. She got me hit. Now season two on, right? Now I'm talking with a little chick. She cool people, you know what I mean? Ain't nothing too bad, nothing too good. Nonetheless, it's what it is. Nigga, we watching Greenleaf. I said I forgot all about the show, right? Man, season two, so fucking. Oh shit! Oh. oh. Get my mic, get my mic. Get my mic. <laughs> get my mic. Allison I almost spilled the furnace, You know, I don't want to be paying for no damages. But anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean? We sipping on a um on a little bit of something watching Green Leaf. And I'm in the bed, right? I'm my subject today is black families and 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 and, and, and therapy and what we may need as a family and as a community. Now, you know, it has a church theme or church basis, and you know, uh, Oprah Winfrey directed the shit and got the whole plot down packed. Now, what 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 I want to ask you about is, especially in the black community, what did church have an influence on you and your family? Especially the community coming up.
2: You said so you said or rewrote that? You said what kind of influence did it have? Yeah, what kind of influence did church more have? Like on? a a discipline or a direction. You know what I'm saying? hmm It's like a like a guideline. That's the kind of influence. So you got to live this way. You got to live this way. When you live this way, you're going to get this in return. So it was like a a direction, a guideline. You feel me? I, honestly, I feel like it played a, it had a good influence on, on me and my family. Because, I see, I got two two sides of the spectrum. You feel me? My Let's mom's side. break it down. Side, Talk to me. mom's side, churchy. You feel me? Go to church every Sunday. My grandfather and my grandma did. Deacon, Grandma, Usher, been going there before my mom was born. You feel me? So I just fell in line. It's Mm -hmm. it's the family. Then my pop side, East side. You feel me? Detroit kind of ghetto. Boom, boom. You feel me? So I got that structure, but then I got that 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 hood side too. You feel me? And I just feel like as far as the churchy, it's 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 a structure in there. You feel me? Is when you come in the house, you speak, pull up your pants. Don't do no drugs. Don't drink no liquor. Watch what you say. Watch how you treat people. You feel me? Read your word. Pray. All that. And then on the other side is do what you got to do, but be safe. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You're going to grab my house. Yeah, you got to pull up your pants, but you can, you can smoke your weed. You can drink. You can do that, but handle your business. On, on the other side, the churchy side, it's a guideline. You feel me? But that's honestly, that structure played a part growing up. Cause it's like we not having that. You got to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So you can get this, 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 and this. Right? A- ain't no just willy nilly. Wake up! I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm gonna do today. No, you not. You waking up at six a.m. You either going to work with me, grandfather? You going to work with me, or you going to summer camp? You doing something. You ain't staying in the house. All day you doing something You <laughs> learning something You progressing But that's that You feel me That's that And then on Sunday We going to church On Monday I mean on Tuesday We went to Bible class Thursday you, revival Thank you That you feel me But it had that structure It had that structure So
0: Now Now What I want to get to <sighs> Speaking of the words and, and, and faith Things of that nature uh, I felt like um. The black community and the role church plays in it has been kind of hindered, I would say. You know, um, since we come from generations of families, that's not really financially literate to the point where most people are not even financially stable. But, you know, every Sunday they're paying them tithes, right? Mm -hmm. It it comes to a point where it's like, well, we see the the damage of our communities. We see the generations of, you know, schools being stripped from us. We, We see programs being taken away from us. And, and and then you see on these news over the past decade or so, how, how kids get molested in churches, how you find out that, you know, um, a lot of infidelity within the church itself. Mm-hmm. However, that gospel still being preached. You got to live by this, that, and the third. Motherfuckers still judge you and condemn you when they probably doing the same things behind closed doors. So what I'm really going to get to is with Greenleaf, this show, I found a correlation of one, one of the main things I wanted to point out with the show, right, in correlation to real life is how black families hide the most traumatic secrets within the families, right? And they had they had the most, um, the shit that, that really needs to be talked about, the shit that really needs to be dealt with, It's swept under the rug for generations. And then when that second to third generation come around and you see them secrets and you see those, you know, the, the, this might be your father, your auntie did this, or this, what your dad was really doing back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Those kind of things are buried under the rug. But on the surface, it's like, oh, you need to do this, that, and the third. You need to go to church and do this, that, and the third. The house rules is this and that. But in reality, it's like, well, where 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 the real shit at? You know what I mean? It's getting yeah. to the what church used to be, from. when you look at it from a historical standpoint, you can talk to your, your reverend. You can talk to your deacons mm-hmm. and deaconesses hand in hand. You can go and touch them, go down to their houses and, and do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like now it's not as intimate now. They got mega churches mega and shit, churches, big ass yeah. churches and shit. Yep. You know, you got to schedule appointments and shit. Yep. I'm not about to schedule no appointment with you. I'm paying tithes, nigga. <laughs>
2: Yep, and you paying ties through apps now. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? So, apps, even...
0: you know what I mean? Grandma barely holding on with her little social security or her little you know, benefits. Mm-hmm. Granddad just got his pension. He got to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And you mean to tell me he got to schedule an appointment just to talk to a nigga about how he feeling spiritually? Yeah. That's what I mean by what I'm getting to is black families have to find a way to be psych- excuse me, psychologically and emotionally stable. So that when we have issues in the family, it doesn't have to be buried under the hatchet for so excuse me, for so many years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a, a forced conversation. You know, you got to pull teeth just to get the truth. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or you got to wait for the family function for the drunk auntie to tell you it really went down in 88. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know I'll what be. I mean? But, but, when I, but the correlation I'm having with it is, we don't mind confession in the church. We don't mind putting our all into the church, even our money, our time, our emotions, our feelings. But as soon as you step outside of that, we don't have that same connection in our own communities. We don't really know how everybody is feeling. We're not emotionally typed in. We're not Oh, You know, you don't have no food this day. You don't even know your neighbor enough to say, well, I can... Get you the cornbread and beans yeah. or I got the chicken and noodles this winter. Get, you know, get you a bowl or two for the kids. It's okay. Yeah. Community at the community no more. It's not in the community no more. But but you see a motherfucking church popped up on every corner. Giving you a false sense of community. Yeah. I feel like because if, if if that's the, if it's genuine and if it's real within and I'm, I'm not saying all church homes or our church families. Right. Don't get it twisted. You you know what I mean? But I'm talking about what we see on a daily basis, especially in the black communities. You know what I'm saying? If those kind of things are harbored within and to get your spirit right, your mind right, your finances right, get the youth right, all the way up to the elders, well, what's the what's such a disconnect with as soon as we leave at two thirty or we got two, three hours in the church when we leave. Why is it such a disconnect spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, financially? Why isn't it the same structure that we get our faith based from at home?
2: Is this too much like right? It's too good to be true. It's like I feel like I don't know people. They want to fit a certain image or they want to be a certain way to society, especially with Instagram and Snapchat. All this stuff going on. Now they want to live a certain life like me. When I you when I go to church, I post at church. You feel me? I'm mm-hmm. at church. But my church is genuine, bro. It had been like that. You feel me? That's like what you I'm saying. They say, ain't like, you know I love
0: them to a it degree. Is. Right.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Like my grandfather and my grandmother, the pastor called my grandma every day. Every day, talk on the phone for about an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. You feel me? The pastor, he cool. Like he he been a pastor for a minute. Like I was born into this church, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So And they've been going here for years. I'm talking about <laughs> my grandpa's been married for fifty years. They've been going there probably half of that. You feel me? Mm. My mom was born into the church, all so it's real genuine. I just feel like when they, when nowadays when people leave the church, is they don't really care. They are going there just for the oh, go to church. Or it's that. the look. It's yeah. to say.
0: It's the facade. That's what I'm talking about, bro. It's like oh, we, we're doing this just for the talk of it. You know what I mean? You're doing it just to say you did it. Or to have this perception versus reality concept that most of us have, which is nothing but a front for insecurities. You know what I'm saying? Why you feel so comfortable talking to your pastor, but you can't even go home and talk to your father? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Be like that. That's
0: what I'm talking about in our communities. I feel like it's such a social disconnect. And then you see the you see the cause and effects of it. You know what I mean? Even from, you know, young dudes, I'm I'm twenty-five. And and even you go a generation back to even my dad in them era, you know what I'm saying? From like late seventies, early eighties. You may have had a little bit of structure, but it was like it was still like this thing where old dad just worked. He provided, he didn't really talk. It wasn't really nothing to say, he didn't really connect with you. Your mom was supposed to do that. But I feel like, yo, when it comes to the balance of life and balance of energy, especially a balance of knowledge from a male or female perspective, yes, most men that have been to houses, and I speak on this about the podcast all the time, you need uncles, you need <laughs> other real men in your life, you need the granddads, you need that. But if you have your father in home and your mother in home, but your mother only providing an emotional barrier or emotional uh engagement with you, why you ain't getting that from your dad? It's very real. You hear niggas talking about, yeah, man, I just topped it up with pops. And we had a heart to heart. Niggas need hearts to heart with with the men in our lives. You know what I mean? And the the men who's supposed to set examples for us. Yes, you're supposed to be strong, provide and and and, and provide some kind of security, some kind of structure, some kind of obedience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To whereas when you go out into this world, you know how to behave yourself. And we all know as black men you got to attack life at a different angle because yeah. the system at you in so many ways, you know so what I mean? Motherfuckers call that an excuse, but I call that a reality we face every day and you see yeah. that from the Kaepernick kneeling on down to the segregation, on down to the slavery, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? You're always going to be dealt with different. Yeah, for sure. However, that even goes to the church. You go into some people's church homes and soon as you walk in, you immediately get mean mugged. You immediately get the judgmental vibe. When it's like, whoa, you know, when I look on the news every motherfucking week, a pastor molesting kids, you know what I mean? Motherfuckers just sleeping around with this, that, and the third, or or the pastor is stealing from us, from the congregation, from your your grandma, from your aunts, Uh, who had that motherfucker faithfully faithfully. on on both services. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Waking your ass up, they'll whip your ass, you don't get up. Put that tie on, put that shirt on. You ain't about to embarrass me, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's and,
2: like and, that.
0: And then you pop up and motherfuckers want to rob and steal. We're supposed to be your spiritual damnation and your spiritual uh, 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 relief.
2: But that's the devil. The devil is real. And I, I don't when you even talk about balance. Mm-hmm. It can't be no. I feel like it can't be no God without the devil. At the end of the day. You know, those
0: energy is definitely... Uh, yeah. So
2: you just got to know how to... Not even know, but you just got to try to control that energy and just know what's genuine and what's not genuine. It's it's hard to know the gospel nowadays because the devil can disguise himself in so many ways because he once was an angel. You feel me? So you just got to be on your P's and your Q's. You feel me? And just...
0: I don't know. You know what I never got, man? Let me, let me be real with you right? I never understood Even as a kid When they passed around The collection plates And this kind of thing Right Yeah Church is a business Right Why is spirituality A business I always question that And I never really Brought that to the attention Of uh, like my grandparents And them, you know, I I question that to myself A lot when I pray at night Or when I think On certain things It's like if this supposed to be a spiritual relief or something to uplift my spirits, you know I gotta come out of pocket for it.
2: America, I feel like America make it like that in a way.
0: Well, yeah, well, capitalism intrudes itself into every entity. I don't give a fuck what institution it is. I get that part, but I'm just saying in retrospect, mm-hmm. okay, right. why, why, why come out of pocket when I'm on my last in my pockets? I got three or four kids, you know. I'm, we got the rent, we got the you know what I mean? The lights and shit. Why? You know, I, I've seen some articles where if you don't tithe, they don't even want, they don't even fuck with you. They don't want you to come to the church. You can't contribute. And that right there is the devil. If you ain't got it, God not telling
2: you to. Uh-uh. It's about if you got it. You feel me? You supposed to give ten percent of your income. If you ain't got no income, you can't get that ten percent. Like mm-hmm. me, since a young kid, my, my my you feel me? I know how to work for mine. My my grandpa always made me go to work with him. and he would give me a dub at the end of the day. I put five of that in church. You feel me? Uh-huh. You ain't got to put your all. You can put a dollar, bro. You can put 50 cents. Right. You know if know what you, ain't gotta, you ain't got it, you ain't got to put nothing. So it's not, it's no pressure on you to, the, the gospel as far as the gospel. It ain't no pressure on you to put it in there as if you got it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to give back. You know what I'm saying? Because God made a way for you. To have all this money or whatever it is So that way you just give back 10% You feel me? You ain't got to give back at all And if you ain't got it, don't give back nothing And like he say, come as you are If you only got jogging pants, some bust up ones Or some whatever it is, come in that See, people try to make it too oh, I got to wear my Sunday's best And then like my pops, he go to church every day Or every Sunday with his suit on He's like, bro, why are you going like that? Because at the end of the day, man, I want to go like this I'm, I'm going Exactly I'm going for the word Ain't nobody my, I've been going to my church for years Ain't nobody going to judge me They know I'm coming for the word I'm trying to hear the gospel You know what I'm saying I want my spirits uplifted You feel me I'm yeah. struggling a little bit right now I'm, I'm, But I know God got me yeah. God always had me you Right You feel me So I don't got to wear You wear a suit I wear a suit What's the What's going to be the difference
0: Yeah or, or what's the What's the Um. What's the difference In regards to the impact it will have on either one of us Thank you That's what I mean um, about the disconnect. <laughs>
2: King on our technical
0: problem. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just saying it's like a, a, it's a generational disconnect, because church is not, for the most part. I'm not saying all. Of it, I'm saying for the most part, the generation that I'm in now, mm, hey, you know, a little bit <coughs> younger. Motherfuckers want opportunity. We want to feel secure in our own future and secure in our own communities. To whereas. If we spend the money in it, if we spend the time in it, if we're spending any kind of energy into it, we want something back from it. These days, we realize that America is a capitalistic society. We realize that without a job, you can't provide without any career path or career uh, ambition or, or career opportunities to be provided from our own communities to advance ourselves, to put back into the community. What, what are we here for? And so for so long, the youth has been feeling like and this goes back to that green leaf dynamic with the Netflix show in regards to you you kind of gotta hide your true self in order to you know um appease or appeal to somebody who's giving you something. why I gotta hide my true self or hide what I am or what I want out of the situation when you you're taking it all anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying necessarily you're taking away my life or you're taking away my way of living or, you know, um, excuse me. Or, you know, you, you're you taking away certain things within my family. However, if I'm giving you my time, if I'm giving you time, if I'm giving you the most confidential things of me as an individual, that, I, that you might not even get a guide yourself. And, and you're not even providing my kids with the opportunity to maybe buy groceries or maybe, you know, uh, get jobs or get, you know, career things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you motherfuckers steal from your own communities for your own pocket. When well, that money can be going towards scholarship funds. That money can be going towards, you know, uh, where it used to be the youth summer camps outside the church. You know what I'm saying? Where, where, where churches or institutions in our neighborhoods Give back to the recreation centers, you know, uh, giving the kids from eight to eighteen something to do. Mm-hmm. But now, when you see the kids robbing and stealing and thieving and 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 hungry and they on these corners, they at every gas station. You're like, whoa, well, you know, well, motherfuckers, is that the? It's a church on every corner, every half block, every mile, every half mile. Where is this money really going? Right. Why ain't no programs? Why does brother gotta be on the corner then? Yes, we get that. Some things take self-initiative and self-discipline in order to get to the next step. However, don't just pull up in the parking lots or pull up at gas stations and try to give us the word or pamphlets. You need to talk to us. You need to communicate with us. And even though some of us are hard-headed, you have to implement some kind of dialogue in whatever you're presenting to that young person or that young male or female to tell them that, yo, it's an opportunity when you come here. It's something that we can provide for you when you come here. It might not just be the word, uplift you through the through, through the word. We could also uplift you in your life in general. Right. Because that's what community organization is about. That's what community revolution is about. It's about uplifting. It's about giving back. It's about providing opportunities that you can't get elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not knocking no religious basis. However, I feel like our families need to find I'm specifically speaking to black family households because we have to find other spiritual wellness, and other sp- spiritual dynamics to heal ourselves emotionally and psychologically than just church or through what we deem as the norm. Talk to your mom. You know what I mean? Or you no. or you got to have certain emotions and feelings and, and that's just life. It is what it is. So many things that we numb to and accustomed to that I feel like isn't normal at all. It's a lot of trauma in our DNA. Hold whole you, lot. You feel me? No other culture, no other race for real had to go through what we went through as far as our indigenous people. For centuries. Niggas went through centuries, centuries. of this shit. You feel me? Centuries. And you mean to tell me that this ain't affecting us to this day? That motherfuckers ain't looking at us with an inferiority complex to this day? With that? That we don't have a fear in us still when we're looking over our shoulder. Or we ain't anxious when we see somebody other than us. You don't feel some kind of way. Or you at your job and you feeling like, I ain't listening to that nigga. But when the white man comes to you as a supervisor or the boss, you listening to him, you still conditioned in a way. That's in your DNA. Yeah. So we got to find out a way intellectually, psychologically, emotionally to deal with our traumas, our mishaps and the things that we go through every day as, as African-Americans in our community, and there has to be in more ways than just church, where a lot of people are hypocrites themselves, where a lot of people are selfish, greedy, misunderstanding themselves. We have to find the connection of generations, you know what I'm saying? Granny got to know, or grandpa, like you said, if I'm in my Nike sweatsuit or I'm in a T-shirt and the Levi's, I'm looking for the same spiritual consciousness and the same spiritual awakening as you in that suit. Your appearance don't mean nothing at all in regards to what I'm trying to connect with in the spirit. You feel what I'm saying? And for a lot of us, the only shit that we know for our spirituality is what's in the Bible. That's another problem. Why aren't you in the households teaching about Buddhism or, you know, uh, other dichotomies of religion or spiritual wellness, holistic health. You know what I mean? Other ways to heal ourselves versus what we just been condemned to. Well, we know that the original reasons of, 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 of Christianity, at least here in America, was forced upon you through slavery. Motherfuckers couldn't even read and write, but they had that book in front of you, though. Obey your master And obey God They got you thinking that The symbolism of God Is them Mm -hmm. Worshipping them You know what I mean So what have we done So far To take it upon ourselves And our households And our communities To say There are other Spiritual dynamics And wellness Habits we can form To heal ourselves To be better for ourselves Not be so toxic Not be so judgmental Not be so weary Not be so Consumer basic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. It's more, it's more to life than that. Like why is it. it, why are these institutions on the same motherfucking every half a block, every other block, the same as these liquor stores, the same as these fast food restaurants? You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause some of these churches is making y'all niggas sick. Just like them stores and, and them food chains, whether you like it or not. You know what I mean? I
2: feel. Because for for the
0: simple fact, you can't even talk. You see a young boy walking down the street. You can't even. You don't even know how to talk to him. That's a problem.
2: Because it's not genuine. If you genuine, you you gonna know how to talk to somebody. Because it's genuine. It don't
0: even matter who it is, bro. From a kid from eight to eighty. You feel me? Real, yep.
2: Real shit. Let me take a shot. Take a shot of that. Go ahead. What's that? Hey, what's this again? Honey and bourbon. I don't even know the brand, but honey Honey and bourbon.
0: Mm. It's fire he, he got bro speaking the gospel <laughs> You know I've been watching this show This has been marinating on me for a few days it's a, I don't judge anybody You know you live a certain lifestyle Even if you're gay uh, The homosexual community These motherfuckers are still coming to y'all church They're still in y'all church choirs They're still giving y'all ties.
2: So what, how you feel about like, What would you do if you were a pastor <clears throat> I feel like that's a two way street You post the. Take everybody as they come But then you supposed to be That
0: structure You know what I'm
2: saying That structure yeah, sure. gotta be So what would you do <laughs>
0: What would I do uh, You have to um, This is just on a personal level uh, Just as the person that I am uh, You have to separate This is just me and, and And these are things That I just have opinions about And feelings about And as I grow as a man and as a young man in this world, and I gain more knowledge and understanding of certain things, please don't judge me for certain responses or certain opinions that I may have because I may have a different opinion years from now as I gain more wisdom. However, right now, if a woman is gay or a man is gay, or they're married, you know, gay marriage or something like that, and they have that principle, um, I'm not a judgment of lifestyle. Um... If that's what you do and that's genuine and that's truly who you are, it's not a facade. Right. It's not a look. It's not a uh, a fad. It's not looked at as fashionable or cute. If this is who you really are, if this is what you really want to be, let's pray together. If you need to cry about it, let's cry about it. If you need therapy as to why you think this happened to you, we're going to search for somebody to get you help. I you think, why this happened to you, uh-huh. or why you may have become that, or why you think you were born that? Okay, you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't judge nobody for feeling the way they feel. Yes, we may not respect how other people feel because it conflicts with our own reasonings or our own opinions. However, this how a person feels. When are we going to get back to the basic principles of humanity? Because I'm pretty sure even in our ancient times or even in uh, a certain periods in history People w- were probably that You know not had to hide that Or you had gay lovers Or gay this, You know what I mean right. Or some of this shit You could say Was implemented Into our own cultures Through Eurocentric ways Or, or European dominance or, or, or conquering of our people To a degree Forcing us to be Certain shit You know what I mean mm-hmm. But that's just For further research And further information That we gotta look into ourselves And find out for our own To come to a conclusion Of our own However, if a brother is that or a sister is that, I want to ask you first and foremost, are, are you sure? And if the reason and the explanation is, you, one thing, you can, you can see it in a person's eyes when they know they, this is who I am. Yeah. Reverting back to in our own communities, you know, we, we don't even accept ourselves subconsciously. We try to have these vices and live certain lifestyles that aren't suitable to the security of ourselves. So if a motherfucker gay or won't gay marriage, or they this, that, and the third, and they come to you with that, that make you uncomfortable. Right. But you ain't even comfortable in your own skin. You ain't even comfortable around the niggas who ain't gay or the, or the chicks who ain't gay. You ain't even comfortable in your own household. Right. Pastor or not. Let's get to the nitty gritty of it. So when somebody comes to you and confide in you in the lifestyle that they choose to live, you have to say to yourself, wow, am I comfortable with the life I'm living? Right. Do I go to bed every night and I'm comfortable in next to my girl or my boyfriend or my wife or my husband? Am I okay with the lifestyle I'm living? Before I go and say the Bible said, are you the gay shit or against gay marriage or this, that. Well, wait a minute now. This person is, is, is happy with the way they're living. They love this person that they love. They go to bed. They 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 they, they conscience it's clear. Mm-hmm. Heart is clear. Their heart is full of love. Gratefulness. We know God provides the most mercy, right? Yeah, the most. And the motherfuckers who attend church two, three times a week, married for 20 years, 10 years, 30 years, Well, how many shits up under the rug they ain't even exposed. Are they going to bed comfortable every night? Are you comfortable every night? Huh? Are you telling the whole truth about your life? Are you telling even the whole truth about where you come from, or where you think you came from? To tell to your children and your grandchildren the real truth about what this really is when it comes to the family, when it comes to the community. So before we go judging and condemning and, and saying what the Bible said, what we need to do is give ourselves a motherfucking reality check and say, what, who are you when you look in? The, a lot of people don't even want to look in the mirror. You putting your shirt in your towel. You looking in the mirror. You 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 can't even stand yourself. <laughs> you just stepped out that bubble bath, ladies. You may look good, feel good, career may be good, life. You know what I mean? But when you look in that mirror, you ain't even happy with yourself. That's deep. But this gay man or this gay woman or this gay couple may come in. They happy. They giving back to the community. They prideful or whatever the fuck they may be, give, trying to give back in the, in the best way as they can, and they just want their spirits uplifted. But nah, no, oh, look at them. Look at them. Oh, they, they, oh that <laughs> shit. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers be married husbands, be fucking niggas and shit. You feel me? Your girl want to try other girls because you ain't doing. You know what I mean? Because right. that's who she really is. Her whole life. And she in a midlife crisis because she don't know who to go to or confide in because every church on the block, every church on the corner, condemn her lifestyle. Yeah, okay. But what about your lifestyle? What about when, when I look up a year later, you stealing from my people? Oh, but you provide the word through God, the spirit of Christ. What's really the motherfucking sin? <laughs> That's deep. That's deep, ain't it? So we have to come back to a basis of community and a sense of self to say we have to be comfortable in our own skin and comfortable in our own households and communities and have these uncomfortable and comfortable conversations. Because if we don't, we're going to always be in control of somebody else's hierarchy, somebody else's opinion. We're always going to be in control of somebody else's systems. Whether you're conscious or not, whether you got the word or not education or not some of the wisest men and women in history ain't been to motherfucking colleges and shit you feel me we didn't have no pieces of paper to define what you are or a title to define what you are well we know over the past 40 50 years they made up a lot of this shit to label you as what you are Black, white, Hispanic, and all. What the fuck is that? Man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. It's some shit just to identify with just to make you comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Some shit you check off for an exam. You don't, What is other? You checking off other because you don't fucking know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. they playing planting that. They, you know that as a child when you see that shit. Yeah. Black, I'm like, I mean, my, I ain't black. I'm nice skinned. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? All right. Well, I'm, I ain't that. It's an identity crisis that we face within our own people and uncomfortableness and insecurity that we face within our own people that we always try to look outside of ourselves to to find confidence, to find love, to find security, to find structure. You need love, structure, happiness and discipline within yourself first before you can go preach to a nigga, before you can go convey messages, before you can revolutionize anything. Because we all know Malcolm X was once Malcolm Little, and we all know before Martin Luther King did his thing, he had a dream. You know what I mean? I see your hands. Let me get these bars off because it's, it's it's becoming detrimental to our people that we don't have any structure as no real structure as far as our our our, our schools. Our history, knowledge of self, principle of self, morals and valuables of our own selves, to govern ourselves. We're in a position to do these things now, but, but, but we've got a long way to go.
2: Long way.
0: You know, as I sip this honey and bourbon. And, you know got honey and bourbon. <laughs> it's a good... Good or a bourbon and honey, today. excuse me, whatever it may be. Yes, I'm drunk. Please forgive me for my motherfucking sins that I <laughs> that I pray for every day, every day, every day. Ask God for His mercy. But you know, reverted back to that green leaf dynamic on Netflix. There's so much that we hide. There's so much that we fake reveal. There's so much that we ponder and and never speak on that it eats us alive. And then you look up 10-15 years later It's the kids and the grandkids There's still toxic Relationships There's still Mystery within The spirit Because you know when you go to church You may get a word for a couple hours A few hours But why when you leave you eating pork But why when you leave You're judging motherfuckers but why when you leave, you're still not happy with yourself? Why when you leave these these quote-unquote temples or these buildings, why when you leave, immediately you still feel that guilt, you still feel that unhappiness, you still feel that weary and that worry? You still deal with them burdens that you know you're supposed to have been got rid of, you're supposed to have been prayed and forgot about. That's why I said we got to get back to humanity. You know why? Because everything that may feel good to us At the end of the day We still got to go home Look in the mirror And deal with ourselves. Every message ain't for everybody That's what I mean too The church Listen here I ain't got no grace with the church Or the word or nobody I'm just speaking on what I see I'm just speaking on how you hustling our people I'm just speaking on how it's It's a disconnect right now In a society especially in in, in the spiritual dynamics. We have to diversify the connections we make generation after generation. And I'm finding that nobody wants to change how they convey messages. That's why it's up to you. to Sit the fuck down. Look in the mirror. Find out who you are. Find out what you want to be. Find the most highs. I'm not even going to... Breaking down to just no one word of God You got to find the most highs I say that because It's multiple multiple spirits Out here guiding you And watching over you At all times Energies You feel me The energy right So we got to come out here And we got to say Who am I Pray it out Cry it out I don't don't care what you got to do You got to find discipline And say I got to change for the better so that when it's time for you to get out here and fight these battles and, and fight for rights and, and, and fight for your people and fight even for yourself, even for your household, you know who you are, you know your purpose, you know your message, you know the direction you want to go, you have a clear conscience about it, you're not judgmental, you're not a sentimental because you built up with your emotions, you you got in tackle with everything. And we know this shit take Years. 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 Not overnight. This shit not over nigga, this shit ain't one or two years or five nigga. You've been on this earth. A lot of niggas been on this earth thirty-five, forty years, and ain't even dealt with thirty years of of, of hurt, disappointment, sadness, illness. The ailments of mom might be an alcoholic or dad might have been on drugs or foster care systems. There are a lot of internal things that we have to get out of our system in order in order to be. Externally purposeful and changing the world If that makes sense I'm gonna repeat that back for the niggas Who, who didn't understand what I just <laughs> said You have to be free internally In order to have some kind of Impact externally on this world In order to change it So I look inside myself every day Yeah some shit I ain't happy with Yeah some shit I ain't insecure with Yeah, some shit I'm not comfortable with. But you know what I do? I write in a journal. I pray. I look in the mirror and say, well, what you going to do about it? Nigga, what you going to do? You can't be the most jiggy if you ain't going to confront your own truths. Uh,
2: That personal development.
0: Huh? Personal development. And if I can't get it in myself, I need to be around people who going to make sure I I get it out myself. Bro, you tripping. Bro, you slipping. What the fuck is you doing? Bro, I don't know about that, though, bro. I don't know. Because before motherfuckers question themselves, you need people around you who are gonna question you first. And we all know that's a hard pill to swallow, it's the, it's the, it's the question who you are. Yep. You feel me? So, <laughs>
2: he was like, hold on. Let
0: me sip. Good bourbon. <laughs> Cause once again, there's a war going on outside no man is safe from. I don't care if you are six feet or eight, one. That's deep. Concrete jungles Let us to a disconnection of nature that's unprecedented. We gotta tap back into uh, the nature, the universe, our spirits. We gotta we gotta tap back in, you know what I'm saying? Um these are things that just was on my mind this week. I've been ratting and raving and <laughs> sipping and indulging, but you yeah. know, I had a few sins I've always committed, but I'm human. But I always keep intact the reality of who I am as a person. I'm always conscious of what I feel. See, once you once you get to a state in life where you're conscious of your thoughts and your actions, it's going to get to a point where you say, when I think about these things, do they make me uncomfortable? Do they make me comfortable? Is that okay? Is that you have to engage with your own thoughts so that when you engage in other people in their thoughts and their emotions and feelings, you understand. Right. Because when you before you can connect with someone else, you connect it with yourself first. Bingo. So am I to to elaborate further on your question, which was more so extensive? If a man or a woman is is gay or he or she is happily married as a gay couple. What would I do? I'll clearly say, look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you happy with who you are? Are you happy in your marriage? Are you happy with the things you do behind closed doors and so nobody watching? Are you going to bed with a sound conscious? Before you put your your suit on, before you put that Bible to use, before you step into these buildings and you have these political races and you had these conversations You got to say to yourself Yo Do I love me or Do I love her really Do I really love my family or Am I really judgmental or Am I really Sabotage worthy Am I really uh, what, what am I Before I look somebody in the eye And tell them what they shouldn't be So this is the Ignorant Intelligent Podcast I hope y'all uh, Gained something from that And I love y'all Thanks for tuning in And Look in the mirror And know that Your reflection is uh, Truly what's, what's worth it Your reflection is Who you are inside But they say The mirror to your soul Right Yeah Thanks for tuning in Allison do, do what you gotta do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah making-
0: Well alright
1: well, love ride? Make yeah. Peaceful. This ain't no podcast. It is Earth a broadcast. Is yeah. Peaceful. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard. Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first. Sipping on He's this brown born. with a brown skin, cognac and caramel skins with time beard. Who you love? Who you hate? Well, let's talk about it. The hottest topics, and best believe we ain't going gothic. Hotter than the tropics. You looking for it? You know we got it. See the bigger picture, no microscopic. We the livest. Know you tuned in, yeah we know you tuned in. Nothing but a G thing. All we missing is juice and gin. Tying up the loose ends. We ain't asked for your two cents. Special guests every single day and still no new friends. Calm down, youngin. I know you see that we run it. I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming. Andre, I ain't talking three thousand. I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it. It's geese. Just say you love it. Uh this that ain't no rent. It's true life. Yeah. Getting e on the mic, one two, one two. This that ignorant issue, like you know, sports, social commentary, women in life. Yeah, this that ignorant issue, like uh huh. Getting e on the mic, one two, one two. This that ignorant issue, like you know, sports, social commentary, women in life. That's right.